Blog Talk Radio. At Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, we're working hard to be your trusted source for fun, enlightening, and heart-centered information and community. And we're passionate about the art of transformative media, the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us. Host a show or be a guest or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable change makers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E presents Two Owls Having a Hoot, featuring your host, Mildred Lynn McDonald. Delve into the mysteries of ancient wisdom, explore the healing capabilities of energy medicine, and bridge the gap between the seen and the unseen. Get ready to challenge your six senses. Shift your perspective. Learn new energy healing tools and connect the dots between the old, the new, and everything in between. Tune in to Two Owls Having a Hoot for stimulating conversations steeped in boundless curiosity and divine wonder. Airs the first Thursday of the month at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. This is Mildred Lynn McDonald, and I'm your host for Two Owls Having a Hoot. And joining me today from beautiful Nova Scotia, Canada, is Madonna McGinnis. But before we bring Madonna online here, just wanted to share a little bit of information about why we do Two Owls Having a Hoot. So we're going along in our lives and we have all kinds of responsibilities and opportunities and perplexing questions and doing and being and all that life involves. And then sometimes we might stop in the middle of the day and say to ourselves, gee, I am not having the type of conversations that I would like to have. I might be too busy, I may put myself last, there's a 100,000 different reasons why I'm not having these conversations. And often with these conversations, like the one Madonna and I are going to have today, they don't require a whole lot of time, and they can be a teaser or a taste to an ah moment that may help you shift your direction or decide to pursue a conversation through a book or on YouTube, through sitting in nature, through meditation, through talking to another friend. So this is basically why we do Two Wells Having a Hoot. The conversation that Madonna and I are going to play with is around the concept of home. And when I say home, I say H-O-M-E. So what I'd like to do is invite Madonna to the table, we'll have a little bit of fun, we'll share an exercise together, and hopefully you will really enjoy this conversation and feel inspired to continue it in whatever way is appropriate for you. So welcome, Madonna. How are you doing today? Hi, Mildred. I'm doing great today. 
sunny skies in Nova Scotia, and the temperature is uh, warm but moderate. It's a great day. And you're ready to talk about home. I am ready to talk about <laughs> home. It's a subject that I've examined both sides up and down over the years. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. We have our expert on home. Now, for our listeners, how we're going to approach this, because home is a big topic. It's like talking about nutrition. Where do you jump in? Where do you jump in and have your conversation? So we're going to look at three segments of home. The first segment is external home. That could be something geographic. Then we're going to look at internal home. And that could be something related to connection with spirit. And then we're going to look at, are you comfortable with yourself? Do you feel at home with yourself? So that's how we're going to approach things today. So let's get started. And I'll throw the ball over to Madonna and ask her, Madonna, what or where is your geographic sense of home? Well, I I think I have several homes. Halifax is one. Halifax in Nova Scotia. It's the capital of Nova Scotia. The other really important geographical home for me is in Cape Breton. I have a place in a small community called Mabu, and I dearly love the area. I love the people there. And home has been California. So, you know, my notion of home, I don't have a house that I own. And so my notion of home in a geographic setting is really several situations. And and I'm working hard at creating additional homes right now. My place in Cape Breton and working on additional homes in Halifax and California. When you were younger, your geographic definition of home, was it one place and then as you evolved through life, did it turn into more than one place? And really, when I think about the things that I would think about when I was young, yes, home was our house in Cape Breton. Home was with my family. At the same time, I remember being very conscious of the fact that there was a world of homes out there, outside my community. And I think that I was probably a bit different as a young person thinking in this vein. I was always looking out from our house to either other people's houses or looking out at the world and where I could find places that I wanted to be, that I was comfortable in. That's still with me in a lot of respects. For me, I am from Nova Scotia, from Cape Breton Island, from Glace Bay, Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia. That never felt like my home. And when I look inside and I look outside, the concept of a geographic home for me doesn't stick. It's like throwing a wet noodle at the wall. It just doesn't seem to stick. Now, although it's not my home, I certainly value and appreciate and love the culture. And I love the sense of history and belonging. 
the home vibration has never been there. And if someone's listening and they're wondering, what is she talking about, this home vibration? I'll do my best to try to explain it. It's the sense of being in balance with all my chakras, of being in harmony and connected to all my surroundings. And it's a big sense of being rather than doing. I feel very relaxed. Time and space disappear. So that feeling, that state of being is my home. Now, Madonna, if I was to say to you, look at the internal landscape in terms of being home. Does that make any sense? Oh, it absolutely does, Mildred. I've spent a lot of time (laughs) examining. I think that's the right word. Examining and getting to know my internal space. And when I look at home, home is... It's it is very internal. It it becomes that place where I feel absolutely complete. I feel that I belong to me, that I am content with me, and I think that that's something that all humans long for. When we long, I I believe that. Many people confuse that longing for the need for a different house or a new house. And if we just all stop and take our time and allow that feeling to arise and allow ourselves to examine that feeling and nurture it and learn to love it, I think that we will have a different experience with with home and what it might mean for us, Mildred. When I go into the space of home, it's the connection to my purpose, my sense of purpose, and some people could call that your spiritual blueprint. And it took me a while to be able to get there to what, number one, to understand that there is a spiritual blueprint or purpose. Number two, not to be frustrated because I didn't have all the T's crossed or the I's dotted, so I don't need to know in a tangible form what that purpose is. What I do need and what gives me the sense of home is the sense that I'm in the flow. I am in some flow that's connecting all of my chakras to my higher self and then all of my energy fields to Mother Earth. That would be the internal landscape that would give me the closest feeling or the closest knowing that I'm home of anything that I've experienced in my years on the earth. So the other question that I'd love to to play with with you, Madonna, is we often hear of people saying, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be with myself. I'm afraid when I'm with myself. Maybe I don't like who I am. How does that play out for you in terms of being at home with yourself? Well, I spend a fair amount of time with myself, probably for two reasons. The lifestyle that I've chosen, which means that I travel around a lot, and and that geographical movement requires alone time 
I believe, for me anyway, and as well the nature of the person that I am is someone who always naturally, even when I was a child, would gravitate to that alone time. And I've been through that space of fear of not wanting to be alone, you know, sitting at home, sitting with myself and anxiously trying to find something I could do to entertain myself, either at home or out in the world. And it has taken a lot of time and it's it's taken really looking at what am I afraid of when I have this feeling, when this feeling comes up? What am I really afraid of? And what I was really afraid of was really getting to know me, getting to understand all my wonder and all my warts, you know, because we are many, many things that are our home selves. And it's not always easy to feel it or to look at what we see, Mildred. I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> it took me a long time, too. I had to break away from society and convention because that was covering up the sense of home. And I had to literally put a stake in the ground and choose self to find home. If you're at home, you feel a certain way. And if you're not at home, you feel a certain way. So maybe this is a good place to start with the home, where's home exercise. So for myself, I wrote down three things that are always there if I'm not feeling at home. So I'm going to share them with you now, and then maybe Madonna can add some things from her experience. So when I'm not at home, I absolutely know I'm not at home because my energy is really low. And I have this feeling that I'm off track or something's in error, I'm out of the flow, just at odds with myself. It's almost as if I can't get out of my own way. I'm exhausted and I hear these sighs, all these sighs coming out of me. Another way I can recognize that I'm not at home is feeling bored. And when I say bored, I mean blah, just simple blah, and nothing really captures my interest. Once again, it's that feeling of low energy and just feeling blah and bored, not having any interest. And the third thing that I identified with myself, and of course, this may be different for different people, is there's a joylessness about life and myself. I just can't seem to find the beauty or find the optimism or find the connectedness within myself or two other things. So they are three strong indicators that I've noticed over the years that come up for me when I am not feeling at home, either geographically or spiritually, or not at home with myself. And with a few years under my belt, I've been able to recognize them and found an antidote. But I'd love to ask Madonna, have you experienced the same thing? Are you able to tell when you're not at home? Absolutely, Mildred. Uh, You know, when you talk about that lack of joy that, you know, I think that's probably my first sign that I'm not 
feeling home. I might be walking down the street and look at something that's absolutely stunning and beautiful and walk by it and then I realize, oh, where are you? That is so beautiful and you're not feeling that beauty. I instantly know. And also irritation for me. When irritation comes up, and it's a lifelong challenge for me to look at irritation and how it takes me away from home. I also experience physical ramifications from not being in home, not feeling home. They are a real challenge. If I really don't pay attention, then those physical challenges can grow and impact my health then I'm working hard to get myself back to center, get myself back to home, looking for those tools that will bring me back there, Mildred. I'm also wondering, and I can do mine first, because I wrote down three feelings or three situations that are in my life when I am feeling at home. So I guess you want to hear these. Yes, of course I do. So when I am at home, when I am feeling at home, I have a strong sense that all my chakras are in balance. I have a sense of being in balance, and that's the best way I can describe it. And from that place of balance, life happens, good things, not so great things. The constant is that sense of being in balance. The second way I know that I'm in a home or in a home state is a great sense of harmony. So I feel like someone's singing a beautiful song and I can hear three-part harmony. And that harmony is the connection to the earth, the connection to myself, the connection to my purpose. And it's all buzzing. It's buzzing like beautiful three-piece harmony. And then the third way that I know that I'm home is I find myself interested in being very still and it's almost as if everything is amplified and I can go for a walk and I'm noticing leaves, I'm noticing birds, I'm noticing colors. I don't have an agenda. Time and space have disappeared and I'm feeling very, very joyful and I often laugh at myself because I say, my gosh, pretty simple person. It doesn't take much to make you happy. So they're the three things that I always notice when I am in that sense of home. And before Madonna shares her three things with us, if there are three things, maybe there's four, maybe there's two, I'd like to invite our listeners to also do this exercise. Because in this exercise of looking for How do you feel when you're not at home? How do you feel when you're home? There's going to be personalized hidden gems in there. They're starting points, or as I alluded to earlier, they're little teasers that may inspire you to go on and maybe have an ah moment. So, Madonna, how do you know if you're home? When I'm home, I have a real strong feeling of flow. And by flow, I mean... I can actually almost see that energetic channel in my body bright and the colors are strong, the energy is flowing. 
I feel such a peacefulness in my heart chakra, and I feel so much love for me and for my world. And I am really able and ready without fear to pay attention to me, to pay attention to how I'm going to be in my day, in those moments. I feel very brave when I'm home. I think that's, you know, it's the opposite of fear, right? I feel very brave, Mildred. There's three areas of home that we're looking at today. There's the external, which would be geographic. There would be the internal, which would be connection to spirit, your internal home landscape. And then there is, are you at home with yourself? If you were to look at yourself today, and I'll do this also for me, which one is the strongest or most developed? For me, it it is the internal, the internal home. The internal home is where I live the most. As I described earlier in the show, my geographic homes have been, you know, they change and they're not always accessible. I'm maybe living in a city where I'm renting space temporarily, but that internal home is always with me. It's always there. That feeling is is so critical to me. It's so important to me. I will admit there are times when I get consumed with the change and get discombobulated with the change and I lose that feeling. However, it's like anything. If you do it long enough, often enough, it develops a habit and you're able to go back into that feeling, go back into that place so readily, so easily, because it is so comforting, so totally comforting. Well, for me, if I look at geographic landscape being home or internal landscape being home, or am I at home with myself, I'm on the same page as you, Madonna. The internal landscape is the place where I get my strength, my centeredness. And I find that the more you develop your internal landscape, the less you need the external landscape, if that makes any sense. Because you become very full inside. So I found I'm a gypsy by nature and I think I have wings on my feet. I found as long as I take care of my internal home, I'm able to go to other geographic regions and see the beauty and the joy and the gifts that this other geographic region has to offer. Now, do I look at that as my home? Probably not, but just like the home of my origin, I learn to love the culture, I learn to love the landscape, I learn to love the people, and it makes it a very rich experience. And in terms of being at home with myself, being able to be at home with myself, once again, the benefit of developing that internal sense of home, because you are able to look at yourself in a very loving and joyful way, and a very centered way, in a very balanced way. And I guess I would have to say, if I'm looking at the three of them, I would say that the internal and being at home with yourself is almost like a handshake. 
And I would say that the external is an expression or manifestation of that handshake. So that's what makes sense to me. You could talk to me a year from now, and I may have a whole different way of looking at it. <laughs> but, but as I sit here today, this is what makes sense in the context of home. Do you have anything to add to that, Madonna? No, I, I agree that, you know, a year from now I may have a completely different perspective on all of this, but I really don't think that either one of us will ever lose that feeling of how our internal homes feel complete and nurturing and loving. I don't think we'll lose that. Not at this age, right, Mildred? I don't think so. <laughs> so for our listeners, Let's just review what Madonna and I were sharing, because Madonna and I would probably have this conversation even if we weren't sharing it with our listeners, because these are the conversations that we have, and we really hope that you'll find, as, as I said earlier, you'll find a gem of wisdom or humor or an awe moment that will help you move forward and tease you into exploring this a little more in the context of your life. So for today, the question is, where's home? And we were looking at geographic external, internal landscape, and are you at home with yourself? And the takeaway exercise that you may like to try is to sit down with yourself and write or type or draw how you feel when you're not at home. And to make the exercise useful, we'd suggest maybe three or more feelings that come up for you. And then... Turn the page over and look at how do you feel when you are home. And once again, you may be delighted to discover that you have maybe three or four feelings that come up for you when you're home. And number one suggestion is don't judge yourself. Just take whatever comes up as it is and honor it. If you wanted to take the exercise just a little step further, after you do this, because the question might be, well, how do I get from A to B? How do I turn around not feeling at home to feeling at home? And if I may share something from my personal journey, what I've always found helped is taking those at-home feelings and recognizing them and acknowledging them when they're happening, saying to the universe, universe, thank you for these feelings, and I would like more. Thank you very much. And paying attention to when these at-home feelings come along because if I'm looking at this, they truly could be building blocks to create a home for yourself. It may be very unconventional. Who cares? Once you have the feeling of home, you have it all. Anything you'd like to add, Madonna, before we sign off for the day? Yes, uh, Pico Iyer, he's uh, a wonderful author. I found a TED Talk that he gave a couple of years ago in Edinburgh. The question is, where's home? Because he lives in many different countries, so he examines this all the time. And at the very end, he gives us a wonderful statement. And home, in the end, is not just where you sleep. Home is where you stand. And for me... If you stand with yourself, that is home. I love that. Can you repeat that again? And home in the end is not just where you sleep. Home is where you stand. And for me, where I stand is home. And I stand with me. 
I think we're all on the same page, Madonna. <laughs> I think we are, Mildred. We're getting better. <laughs> so on that note, I'd like to thank Madonna McGinnis for joining us today from beautiful Nova Scotia, Canada, to talk about Where's Home. And the good news is we will both be back next month. So, Madonna, thank you very much. You have a wonderful day, and I look forward to connecting with you again. Thank you, Mildred. It's always great fun and a great treat. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.